Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, welcome to the Wealth Accumulation Podcast. This is Nick Zimmerman, your host. And um, guys, we got a really good one today. Uh, we're going to be going over an article that Business Insider recently um, published. And the topic or the title of it is Saving for Retirement Before Age 40 Could Make You Miserable. So, a lot of you guys out there that are into accumulating wealth, uh, I'm sure a lot of you have heard it somewhere along your journey towards financial freedom or your journey towards retirement um, that, you know, the best time to save was yesterday, but the second best time is today. So, um, you know, it always makes me think of an analogy that I was taught uh, getting into this industry uh, was you know, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the second best time? It's now. Same thing with investing. You know, when's the best time to invest? 20 years ago. When's the second best time to invest? Right now. So, um, yeah, you know, so I've already read this article, but I'm going to read it with you guys real quick. It's not that long of an article. Um, But everything here goes against the typical conventional wisdom of investing uh, you know, of planning for retirement early, you know, all of that good financial planning teaching, this kind of goes of, goes against. But there is some good things that I think we can all pull out of this article and apply it to our current plan. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and dive in. I'm going to read the article. Um, should take about two or three minutes, and then we'll just go ahead and talk about it. Okay, so again, so the title of this article is Saving for Retirement Before Age 40 Could Make You Miserable, and the, uh, the author is Hilary Hoffawer. So it says, young adults could be making a big mistake in saving for retirement early. Those short on cash but anticipating significant earnings growth down the road do not need to save for retirement early on in their careers. Uh, This paper looked at whether automatic enrollment with employer-sponsored 401k accounts is consistent with all stages of one's life cycle. The findings goes against conventional financial wisdom that one should start saving as early as possible to take advantage of compound interest. How could the conventional wisdom be so wrong? The paper is centered on the idea that money doesn't always equal fulfillment. Instead, it looks at total life satisfaction from material consumption. Stanford University professor and one of the paper's authors, John Chauvin, told Geoff Colvin of Fortune 500. Chauvin explains to Colvin that enjoying savings in the future might not be as satisfying as expected because people are impatient and may not be healthy come retirement time. They might not even be alive. So uh, this other piece here, this is kind of breaks down the difference between the college educated and high school educated, which, look, I I know people either way. um, Nowadays, personally, I really don't think it matters uh, whether you have a high school degree, college degree, or master's, whatever. You know, where it matters is is the career that you want to go down. You know, so anyways, um, Hillary has to say, she says, the authors constructed a life cycle model, assuming a millennial born in 1995 who begins work at age 25 and retires at age 67. 
It also assumed a 27% federal and state tax rate. It assumes 2% inflation and standard Social Security benefits. And it looked at the effects of an employer 401k match of 50% up to 6% of wages. It says workers with only high school degrees are more likely to experience flat wage growth, a small rise in inflation-adjusted earnings per this model. When interest rates are high, they begin saving when starting work at 25, regardless of an employer match. When interest rates are low, this cohort is more likely to wait to save for retirement until their 30s. But for the college-educated workers, earnings at age 25 are typically only 42% of their peak earnings at 45 or 50. And in this case, saving for retirement when income is temporarily low could be suboptimal. So when would a college-educated worker start saving? Question mark. Not until their 40s if interest rates are low at 0%. 41 if their employer offers a match, and 44 otherwise. So oversaving for retirement has its downsides. While it might not make sense to delay retirement savings when interest rates are low, it does if the goal is maximizing life satisfaction. Workers aren't inclined to forfeit spending now for a non-guaranteed later, and employer matching helps them play savings catch-up. Saving too much for retirement can be dangerous because it might cause one to sacrifice short-term goals in the process. Priya Milani, a financial advisor and founder of the New York-based Stash Wealth, previously told The Insider. She said that oversaving for retirement is one of the biggest financial mistakes her six-figure earning millennial clients make. They typically stash away money without thinking about an end goal or are saving super aggressively, such as starting to save in their 20s and maxing the contribution limit of their 401k, she added. Oversaving is pretty easy to do when you're a higher earner. Uh, she said the potential issue with oversaving for retirement is that if you're saving in an arbitrary fashion without any specific goal in mind, you're likely compromising on the goals you probably want to accomplish between now and retirement. Then it says life is short and unpredictable. However, this isn't to say all millennials should postpone saving for retirement. The generation, so millennial generation is behind on building wealth thanks to an affordability crisis marked by astronomical student loan debt, soaring living costs, and two recessions that led to stagnant wages. The 55% of millennials who don't have a 401k said it's because they're not earning enough money. And 9% of millennials said that they expect to never retire at all. That's a lot. Man, that's like one out of 10 millennials. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, the authors of the NBER paper um, also didn't account for uncertainty with future wages, such as job loss, having children, uh, both of which may warrant saving at an earlier age. They noted that workers presented with an option to cash out early, which would incur a penalty, would also benefit from saving earlier, and saving at a younger age may form a habit that makes saving easier during the you know, middle ages, uh, they wrote. There's also talk that Social Security, which the authors include in their model, will be depleted by 2031. 
Hope not, but you never know. Ultimately, retirement planning is circumstantial and best done with a financial expert, Milani said. Saving for retirement is important, she added, but all about establishing a balance between the lifestyles you want now, both in short term and in the long term. According to the report's findings, a college-educated worker can best strike that balance by waiting to enroll in a 401k until later on in their career. And then that's it. So I think there's a lot of good uh, things to come out of this article, right? So one, um, I think we can go back. Let me go ahead and find it real quick. Um, is It says the potential issue with oversaving for retirement is that you're saving in an arbitrary fashion. So without any specific goal in mind, that's not good. Um, It also says you're likely compromising on the goals you probably want to accomplish between now and retirement. So, I mean, yeah, you know, there's a lot of goals. There's a lot of life that happens, especially for us millennials. Like, you know, look, uh, we're at the prime age of starting a family. Um, You know, we're we're about to enter into that peak career season. um, And, you know, our kids are going to be growing up. You know, they're going to be going off to college or pursuing their dreams, pursuing their careers, right? And we're also at an age where, you know, it's crucial for our health. You know, what we do with our health uh, in our 20s, 30s, um, and early 40s, that's going to determine, you know, a lot about our health or, or what our health is going to look like whenever we're in their 50s, 60s, and beyond. Um, and it's the same thing with money. What we do with our money, you know, in our 20s, 30s, and early 40s, that's really going to determine where we're sitting at whenever we're in our 60s and, you know, older. So um, I think I think that that is pretty good. One thing that they didn't touch on, which I wish they would, and I'm telling you guys, a lot of financial advisors and financial planners out there do not touch on this. So you're welcome in advance. But this is something I found out because, you know, this here goes, and this is, my wisdom, this goes against financial planning conventional wisdom in a sense. It's that, you know, uh, I call retirement accounts jail accounts. And the reason why is, is because, you know, okay, if I'm 25 and I'm throwing as much money as I can to in a IRA or into a 401k, whether it be Roth or traditional, it doesn't matter. I'm, that, that money's in there for good. You know, now they have uh, certain distress uh, exceptions, right? You know, there, there are certain rules to where you can get money out without having to pay a penalty um, and things like that, you know, such as first-time house, certain amount you can take out, uh, going back to school, um, you know, certain debts, things like that. Uh, however, you know, if I'm throwing the majority of the money I'm making into these retirement accounts... And I get 10 years down the road and say, man, I wish I could take that money to go do X, Y, and Z. About nine and a half times out of 10, I'm not going to be able to take that money out without paying a penalty and paying taxes out the wazoo, right? So that's the negative to throwing a lot of money into a retirement account that a lot of people, especially financial advisors, don't talk about. And I look, hey, all transparency... Uh, I am a financial planner, right? I have my uh, Series 65 license. 
right? I have my RIA. So this is something that I talk about with my clients that I have. And this is something that I think you guys should know is that retirement accounts are awesome. Nothing against them, except you really need to know that, you know, you got to be careful with how much money you throw in there. And it might sound horrible, you know, until you really digest it. But yes, you can throw too much money into a retirement account. Okay, it all depends on your situation. But yeah, you can. You know, people making tons of money, yeah, they can max out their contributions each year and they'll be fine. But somebody that's making 50 grand a year or somebody that's making, shoot, even 100 grand that has a family, you know, if you have other short-term goals and you only have $15,000 to put towards investing, well, depending on your age, it might not make sense for all $15,000 to go into a retirement account. You know, it might make sense for a portion of it to go into something different, like a taxable account uh, or into a savings account. That way in three or five years, you can go buy that, you know, car that you know your family's going to need. Or you can put it towards the education that you know your kids are going to college. or going to go do X, Y, Z, right? So anyway, so there's another thing in the article that says life is short and unpredictable. That's another thing. Look, I have clients that are on both sides of the... Um, lifestyle spectrum of fuel, right? So I have some clients that are, you know, hey man, if I wake up today, praise God, uh, I want to live life to the fullest right now. And then I have some other clients that are, and this is me, I'm like, you know, look, my joy in life is being able to, you know, sow my seed and invest, right? And, and do things now that in years to come are going to produce awesome fruit and they're just going to keep producing, Right? Like, to me, that's one of my passions, and that's one of my hobbies. So, you know, I'm not so much focused on, um, I have to have this high lifestyle expectancy or this high uh, material consumerism going on, whereas some other people, you know, they're like, you know, look, man, I work hard for my money. I want to be able to enjoy it because if I can't enjoy my money now, I'm not incentivized to continue to work, right? So... And let me tell you, there's nothing wrong either way. Either way you go, there's there's not a right or wrong answer to this. It's it's all about what makes you happy, right? So, um, you know, so that's one thing that they talk about because, you know, the question that I I ask my clients that are, um, it's typically for the ones that are like me that they're super motivated to save. They can really care less about having uh, super, super nice things or like maxing out their lifestyle right now. You know, the thing I ask them is like, hey, if you stepped out in the street tomorrow and got hit by a Mack truck and that was your last day, would you have any regrets from saving all of this money and never being able to use it? And, you know, hey, I will say some of them, they had to think about that for a second. You know, whereas some, they're like, yeah, no, I mean, knowing that I can save a bunch of money, give it to my wife, give it to my kids, or give it to a charity, whatever it is, that would make me happy throughout all of eternity. No. Whereas some would be like, you know, man, I'm saving now, hey, <laughs> you know, in 20 or 30 years, I can live like no one else. But you're right. You know, a lot can happen in 20 to 30 years. So, 
Um, I'll say all that because I think the best kind of financial plan and retirement plan I've found there's a, has uh, both variables. You know, lifestyle, current lifestyle, and future lifestyle. It's a nice, there's a fine line between the two. And it has a nice mix of both. You know, saying, okay, what do I really need to save each month to hit my goal when I get to retirement? And then also, what are some short-term goals that I have a pretty good idea that I want to do? What do I need to do in order to save for that, right? So, you know, the best kind of plan is the one that is constantly being fine-tweaked, being fine-tuned, and being kept up with. You know, um, one of the guys I listen to daily that I've learned a lot from, one one of my consider a mentor that he don't know who I am, but I know who he is, uh, is Dave Ramsey. And, you know, Dave, he says he spends at least 40 hours a year just sitting down, fine-tuning his financial plan. And this is a guy that has, you know, hundreds, you know, uh, millions of dollars, right? So this guy knows what he's doing. You know, he's got a successful business, successful real estate, successful equities in the market. This guy knows what's going on. And he takes 40 hours a year to sit down and say, okay, you know, here's what's happened this past year. Here's some of the things I know coming up in the short term. Then he looks at his long-term plan and says, does that still sound good? So, you know, um, I think this is an interesting article that they have some good uh, points that we can apply to our current financial plan, you know, and that is really be strategic in what you're doing. You know, really sit back, ask yourself, you know, when's a realistic time that I want to retire? And what are some realistic short-term goals that I'd probably enjoy along the way that would help incentivize me to go work, right? Um, so I think that's the best plans that I've ever seen. You know, that's what I really try to help my clients find in their plan. And I'm going to encourage you guys, you know, while we're building wealth, while we're getting to financial independence, financial independence is what it's all about. You know, people don't realize, hey, when you get to age 67, money doesn't automatically show up. You know, you can't automatically snap your fingers and, oh, I can retire. You know, it's not that. It's it's because you've been saving up along the way you're financially independent. You don't need to work anymore to get money in. Financial independence can be experienced at any age along the way. So to y'all out there that are building wealth, you know, you're getting after it, um, I really encourage you guys, go take a look at this article. Again, the title of the article is Saving for Retirement Before Age 40 Could Make You Miserable. Take a look at it. There's some great things to pull out. And, um, you know, take a minute or two and just sit down, look at your plan, and really strategize, really dig into it. All right, guys. Well, as always, thank you for tuning into this podcast. We have a lot of great content coming up um, on wealth accumulation and financial independence. So I'm really excited to uh, get to speak with you guys and get to do this journey together. As always, be blessed, be safe. Later.